0: Stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick. And this week, I'm going solo again to talk about growth stocks. Yes, the value investor strategist is going to look at growth. And why is that? Well, the CPI came in lower than expected for October. That's a good sign, and we're starting to feel like maybe we could see the soft landing either at the end of this year in 2023 or into 2024. Doesn't mean we're not going to have a slowdown, which we've already seen in most parts of the economy. Several parts of the economy are already in recession, but maybe we're going to avoid the worst of it, the pain that Chairman Powell said we were going to get. Maybe it's not going to come. And if it doesn't, what do I want to be in? I want to be in those growth stocks because that's the place that uh, everybody's going to want to be in if we see the soft landing. So what does that mean? How do I find them? Um, you know, the drill. I decided to look at our screens because I am the value stock strategist to try to figure out what are the hottest growth stocks. Um, And of course, in our premium screens, we do have quite a few growth type stock screeners. So I looked through several of them and chose one that is called Market Beating Growth Stocks. That sounds like a fun one, right? So what did it look at? A couple of the key things I would want to look at to find the best growth stocks. And that is Zach's number one rank, strong buys, of course, because that usually means those earnings estimates are on the rise. They're not cutting them. They didn't uh, report earnings and say, oh, things look terrible and have to cut it. No, it's the opposite thing going on. They reported earnings or are soon to report earnings and either, you know, beaten, raised or at least something good is going on there where the analysts are still bullish. So that's definitely what I want is the number one rank. But I also want to get that style score of A, which is the top style score and that uh, in the growth component is made up of several different kind of growth metrics underneath there. Um, the screen also beyond the style score will look at year over year growth. And it has to be pretty decent, obviously, to make the screen. It also looked for average volume over 100,000 so that we didn't get any of these, you know, kind of very small micro cap type of companies even though they might have the number one rank and the A style score. I really want something that Trades with a little more volume and hopefully is maybe a little bit bigger in market cap. And it turns out most of the ones on the screen were a little bit larger. So, how many stocks did I get when I ran the screen? Well, 22 stocks came through. That's a pretty good number to choose from. And I was surprised that they were in a variety of industries because I was kind of expecting to see, you know, the techie names on there. And there are some of those. I'm going to talk about. That in a minute, but there were some retail. There were, um, some, uh, just, you know, regular type of companies that are related to tech, like Modine Manufacturing that I've talked about s- several times in various podcasts over the last couple of months. Uh, they are not technically in tech, but they do HVAC cooling and heating, and they're big in the data center. So that's kind of why they made the list. But I didn't want to pick them for this podcast because I've been talking about them a lot. And I just talked about them on the top stock picks of the week too. So go over there to that video if you want to see what I was talking about with Modine Manufacturing, but it's ticker MOD if you don't already know. Um, so I picked up five of kind of stocks in different areas a few that I thought were kind of, you know, that are techie, but I wasn't quite sure what they did and I had to go look it up. Um, and it's an interesting list, even on these five. So let's dive in. And for those of you on the video podcast, I am going to take a look at obviously the chart, the price and consensus chart, and we're going to see what what makes these the standout, what makes these show up in a screen like this for growth because it's really about the earnings growth. Although a lot of these also have, you know, very nice sales growth going on as well. Um, Okay. So the first stock out the gate is NVIDIA, ticker NVDA. I couldn't resist. It was the only one of the magnificent seven that made this list. It is the Zach's number one rank. It's got the A for growth. And NVIDIA hasn't even reported yet. (laughs) And they still got the number one rank. And that's because the last couple of quarters, they've been beating and raising their uh, estimate, you know, their guidance. And so the analysts have been real bullish on it. So what does their price and consensus chart look like? Because it must be pretty crazy. So I'm bringing it up. Yes, it is. It's This one actually looks a lot like Vertiv that I also talked about on Top Stock Picks of the Week. And I actually mentioned it on that video um, because they were kind of just going along. They were growing earnings. And then bam, the earlier part of this year, hey, you know, AI, We're, we're seeing a surge and it was off to the races for both 2023, 2024, and now 2025. So earnings this year, 2023 expected to be up 223% right now and sales up 101%. It's really the sales number. That's incredible because they have a market cap of 1.2 trillion. And to see sales doing that at a company of this size, it's like, basically, we're never probably going to see this again. So let's enjoy it with NVIDIA, right? Um, year-to-date, these shares are now up almost 240%, and you can kind of see on the chart right there, they're just about to break out again, but they do report earnings next week, the week of November 20th, I guess that is, Um and they're reporting, you know, on the 21st after the close. So we will soon get another update. Now, what happens if they beat again, but they don't raise again, or things are slowing now? We, we don't know that that hasn't happened so far in the last two quarters, but eventually maybe we will see, we should see this slowdown with Nvidia. Um, but that will. You know, we'll see what happens with the shares because the shares kind of have been volatile, um, in the last couple of months and not really seeing the breakout. But with this idea of a soft landing now, a lot of people are going to be taking another look at Nvidia thinking this is where I want to be. So that's ticker NVDA. So the second stock I thought I was. Choosing, you know, something in tech because it's guideware, GuideWire software ticker G W R E, and so um, I don't know that much about it, so I had to go look. Like, what do they do? Um, obviously, software, but for what? And um, what their site said, they said they're the platform that PNC ensures trust to grow efficiently, and they combine digital core analytics and AI through the cloud. They have about 450 insurer clients. So they make uh, software for the insurance industry and PNC means property and casualty. So that was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting to see that on a growth screen that, you know, that would be the industry they're in. But these niche type of software companies, you know, they basically... Uh, well, they're niche. So they, they dominate their market and that can be really, really profitable. So fiscal 2024 expected to see earnings up 111% and sales up 8.5%. This is a smaller company than Nvidia, but market cap of 7.8 billion. So not that small. A year to date, the shares are up 53% and it has a crazy high PE. It does have earnings, but crazy high PE of 123 times, but this screen is not designed to look for value whatsoever. So we don't care. This is like the first time I'm saying this. I don't care about the valuations. I'm trying to find growth here and Guidewire has it. Now, looking at the price and consensus chart that I pulled up now, You can see this is a little more clear than Nvidia's even. This story has been going on a little bit longer. It's not as dramatic, um, going, you know, up and to the right, but you can see the growth trajectory here between the big lines, especially 2024 and 2025, the analysts are starting to get a lot more bullish here. And then you can see this big uh, rally off the 2022 lows, but it's nowhere near back to its 2021 highs yet. So we'll see where it goes with that. But if you're looking for a growth uh, stock on the software side, maybe keep this one on your list. Okay, I'm gonna get away from uh, tech for a moment and look at retail, because there was a retailer and it's American Eagle Outfitters, ticker AEO. It's got the number one rank. It's got the A for growth. But uh, because it's a retailer, a little uh, more dubious on the growth side. So they were doing well during the pandemic. A lot of the apparel retailers even did well during the pandemic. And then those earnings came down sharply when they just had too much inventory. They ordered too much last year. A lot of it got stuck on the boats coming from China or overseas, the Philippines. And they couldn't get things here for the holidays. They had to fly in a lot of the retailers, fly in the stuff to get it here in time. That cost them extra money. So earnings really got hammered quite a bit. They mostly have figured out the inventory now. Um, a lot of them had a dump inventory or they had to put it in warehouses and keep it for the next year because it got here too late for like fall and, and holiday. But again, they have figured it out. Um, it has more normalized, but what is the consumer doing? Is the consumer going to turn out this holiday season for American Eagle? They're very well known for their denim and they have one of the hottest um, like lingerie slash uh, you know, night, night nightwear type of stuff in the Aerie brand. So just taking a look at what earnings had to be up quite a bit for this fiscal year to make this screen. And it is so earnings expected to be up 36% this year, but that's coming off of, you know, the bad year last year and only 1.6% for 2025, but that's, over a year away, way too early for anyone to know what, what's going to be going on in apparel for that. Sales expect to be up this year just 2.4%. Market cap of $3.7 billion for American Eagle. So a mid-cap type of company. And they've always been shareholder friendly. They do pay a dividend yielding 2.2%. That's not too shabby. Year-to-date, these shares are off the lows and they're up 34.7%. Uh, Taking a look at the price and consensus chart, you can see it is off the worst of it last year and even like here in the summer. Analysts getting a little more bullish as we head into the holiday season here. They haven't reported yet. They're reporting same day as NVIDIA, November 21st, but I think they're before the market. NVIDIA is after the close. Uh, So we'll find out. It could be maybe not good. It could be a surprise in this earnings report, but they will be reporting on back-to-school and they will have some color on what the holidays is already looking like because a lot of these companies are reporting their uh, promotional, their kind of Black Friday promotions, even though we haven't had Black Friday yet. It kind of lasts the day, you know, lasts for weeks now. <laughs> Maybe you haven't noticed, but I, I've already seen all the Black Friday sales going on. You know, they have even had door busters at some places, even though we're not even in the Thanksgiving week yet when I'm recording this. But that's how it works now. Um, they start putting it out the day after Halloween. So we will get some color from American Eagle, hopefully, on like what they're seeing out there. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, American Eagle, you know, any of these retailers, little riskier if you're looking around for the growth. Uh, but you can trade these a lot easier, um, because they do tend to sell off as we see here and then stage your re- rebound a lot of times. So that's American Eagle AEO. The next stock, Um, I was kind of like, should I add this in a growth podcast? But I'm going to because it tells you what's really going on in growth out there. So it's The Progressive, ticker P as in Paul, G as in George, R as in Ringo. And it's an insurance company, car and home insurance, so kind of ironically, I did not know what um, Guidewire software did before I picked Progressive for this podcast either. But, you know, that's in kind of the same areas. Guidewire just makes the software that a company like Progressive would use. So Progressive's been around forever, founded in 1937. What does earnings look like for this year? Up 31.3%, because again, if it's in the screen, it had to be something pretty good. And, um, next year, 2024, up 49% expected for next year. That's really good for what I would consider to be kind of like dull and boring, right? Like insurance, it always is. But as I've said many times over the years, especially even about the health insurers, you know, insurance, if you get it, at the right time can be a great investment. And this one, the the growth is there. Uh, sales expected to be up 18.4% for this year and another 13.3% for next year. So double digit sales growth. And year to date, these shares have taken off and they're at new five-year highs up 23%. It does pay a small dividend, but it's just 0.3%. So you're not really buying the progressive for that. And this is a big cap company, $93 in market cap. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, like, no, I hate the insurance companies. I hate any of them, healthcare or property. And maybe you're in Florida and they're jacking up your rates. I don't know if Progressive is even down there or your auto insurance has gone up. But you know what I say, if you can't beat them, join them. And- Progressive is seeing the benefits of what's going on there in the insurance side with this earnings and sales growth. Now, what is the price and consensus chart looking like? Um, I'm putting that up and you can see that this is... For a little while, the analysts were bearish, and you could see that 2023 even saw a big decline. But it's going in the right direction now. The analysts have reversed course and figured out eh, maybe things aren't as bad as we thought for this year. Next year, ni- that nice earnings growth there, you can see, and then 2025 also um, a, a nice gain expected again. But it has come down from earlier this year when the analysts were a little more bullish. But these shares, again, busting out to new highs there. And so this one is a growth stock with uh, good momentum here. So we'll see what happens. They've already reported and won't report again until January. So tune in to see what they say at their next earnings call. Okay. And the final stock is another one that I... I had not heard of before. And so I wanted to get some companies in here that I didn't know anything about. And, you know, maybe you haven't heard of them either. Maybe get some new blood in what we talk about here on the podcast. And it's Pega systems ticker P as in Paul, E as in Edward, G as in George, A as in Andrew. Pega is their ticker. That's easy to remember. And their website says they're the low code platform provider empowering the world's leading enterprises. And they had a lot of various articles on AI and generative AI. So that's a big driver. It appears for this company. I took a little bit of look at what they did on the last earnings report. Free cash flow did reach 124 million. So. That seems to be some kind of milestone for them. And the Pega Cloud, uh, that's one of their products. The gross margins reach 74% through the third quarter. So I like any company that has gross margins of 74%. That's uh, quite incredible. Market cap of $3.9 billion, So they're a mid-cap as well. They pay a small dividend too. It appears yielding 0.3%. Year-to-date, these shares are up 37%, but um, if we're looking at the price and consensus chart that I pulled up here, you can see was a massive sell-off off the highs in 2021, really tanked in 2022, hit new multi-year lows there, um, way lower than even where what we saw in the pandemic sell-off. But you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And so it has bounced off of those lows and year to date, like I said, up 37% and um, looks a little volatile here. looks like it's kind of trading in this narrow range. And so we'll see what it does over the next couple of months after this gain of 37%. But you can also see from the price and consensus on the chart here, analysts have been getting more bullish and the consensus has is up for 2023, quite considerably, expected to be up 145.8%. And then 2024, another earnings growth of 33.5. And then they're still looking pretty bullish for 2025 here suddenly too. Maybe that's something the company said on their conference call because we've suddenly got a spurt higher even for 2025. On the sales side, sales expected to be up 5.3 this year and another 8.4 next year. That's not too shabby, but... You know, progressive is still, still beating that with its double digit sales growth. As you can tell, I'm still kind of amazed that progressive is among the biggest growth drivers out of just this, these five that I pulled out. Yeah, it's not anywhere near Nvidia's numbers, but still very impressive. And I, I can't even believe I'm putting it in the same category with Nvidia, but that's why I like to do these stock screens. That's why. Um, using the Zach's rank and the gross scores can get you some stocks that maybe you weren't considering before, or you totally would have just disregarded. Like why, w- why would anyone think that a uh, property and casualty insurer would be in a Pretty hot growth type of screen, but here we are. And that's why it's important to do these screens and kind of see what's going on out there. And even though this is growth and not value, these screens can still, um, reveal growth stocks that the rest of the market is ignoring as much as, you know, the value screens can also do the same thing. And while it's true, the, these stocks are all higher on the year as well. And so someone ha- is not ignoring them, right? Someone is in these and figured it out a while ago, but still the screen, um, you know, managed to find stocks that maybe aren't on the radar along with some that are obviously Nvidia is on everybody's radar, but surprisingly, some of these other ones are not. So, um, that's why, you know, using the screens, even if you don't have the premium here at SACS and you're just using those basic screens, the basics are the basics and there's nothing wrong with that. It won't give you the Zach's rank in there, but it still will give you a good way to maybe find some hidden gems um, in your area of interest, whether it's momentum, growth, value, or in these premium screens, you can search for the rank and the style scores. And see what's in there. So I like to look, um, at these screens because it really can take me out of my comfort zone and certainly looking at growth stocks did. This week, but now I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued. Maybe I'm going to take a look at some of the other 22. You know, there were 22 stocks in here. Maybe I'm going to look at some of the others to see if there's any other hidden gems in there, um, and you know, to see what's going on on the growth side because if we get that soft landing, if we get uh, you know the uh, interest rates starting to be slashed a bit next year. That's going to be a big boost to the economy and growth stocks are where you want to be when you get the Fed cutting. So, um, you know, that's all still six months away, but... The stock market will start pricing in some of these things well ahead of time. So, um, you know, I like to, I like to get ahead of what's maybe coming down the pike. So let me recap again, the five stocks we talked about on this podcast. That basically looked for market beating growth stocks. And that is what we've seen on these five stocks. So we had NVIDIA, there's no secret there. NVDA, they're about to report earnings. Be sure to tune in. I'm sure we all will be. Then we had Guidewire Software. They make the software for the insurance companies. So they're hot too. Ticker G's and George, W, Rs and Robert. E is an Edward, G W R E. Then we had a retailer, American Eagle Outfitters, ticker A E O is the ticker there. Uh they haven't reported yet either. Be sure to tune in for that one. Then we had the Progressive Ticker P G R. And then we finished up with Pega Systems. And they are the low-code platform that keeps mentioning AI, but they've got the strong growth too, ticker P-E-G-A. And as always, be sure to subscribe to get all of our podcasts. You can get them on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. Get the video podcast at zax.com slash YouTube. Go over to our YouTube page. You'll see this video uh, podcast there along with all of our other videos, including our top stock picks that I mentioned earlier. You want to be sure to get that. We do that video every week, so you can get some Zach's number one ranked stocks over there as well. But be sure to get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week as we head into the end of the year. It's always vital here on the podcast, so be sure to stick around. But I'll see you then for some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's Investment Research search as a whole